Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. That's how things were back in the day. You right. couldn't just be a lesbian. You had to construct right. a haunted house. Right. You I wonder like if like a real hobby. Like, a, like code language, like, I hear she owns a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Right. Okay. <laughs> Populated with the ghosts yeah. of dead cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that's more than just your headquarters for the women's Olympic ice hockey news. I'm Carolyn Bergier. <laughs> and I'm Sarah York. And today we'll be diking out with comedy writer and gaytheist Nikki Palumbo about Catholic school. Nikki writes for the Upright Citizens Brigade sketch team, uh, Arc Nemesis, and also contributes her talents to Above Average, Funny or Die, and our favorite source of satire, Reductress. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, We have a few quick announcements before we get into the topic. Uh, First, we have a lot of new listeners, so if you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and rate us five stars, and if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. Uh, I also want to remind everyone that our theme song is written by the talented band out of Portland, Oregon, There Is No Mountain, and you can check them out at thereisnomountain.com. Also, I'm going to be speaking on a panel about producing podcasts at Clexicon. Uh, the wonderful ladies at the Les Hangout podcast are hosting a panel, and Dana Piccoli, who did a lot of writing for After Ellen, will be on that panel too. If you're not familiar with Clexicon, because I sure wasn't when somebody asked nope. me if I wanted to be on uh, a panel there, it's the largest multi-family convention for LGBTQ women and allies. Wow. Yeah. It's like Dinah Shore indoors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that should be their tagline. Is Dinah Shore still a thing? Uh, I'm pretty it sure. It has to be, I mean, right? I never went, but I can't imagine I'll research that. that later. Yeah. Or... or- well, Whoa, well, what a segue. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, we'll get to that. Well, I, oh, yeah, I'm blowing the segue. Keep I'm blowing the yeah. segue. So, yeah, Clexicon, um, it's going to be in Las Vegas from April 6th to April 9th. So if you're already going to be there, uh, come check out that panel. And if you're not going to be there and you want to be there, they're still selling passes for that. And it should be uh, a fun time. A lot of lesbians in Vegas. What could go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We also have an intern here at Diking Out. Yay. Uh, she's a dyke turn, right? Does that work? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Am I forcing it? Uh, so what happened was, uh, as we predicted, Jennifer Aniston heard our episode where we said uh, we didn't believe lesbians were crushing on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jennifer threw down her bottle of smart water and she parachuted <laughs> out of the Emirates Airlines plane. She did. That, uh, that she was on. Listening and, in a vino lotion. Yes. <laughs> Full of vino. Um, And she found someone who, in fact, credits Jennifer with her sexual awakening. Wow. Uh, Her name is Karina, and you might hear us asking her to fact check things for us, and she's going to keep us up to date on all things Aniston. Hey, Karina. She's here with her laptop, which has Jillian Anderson stickers on it that I appreciate. Yes, and Celine Dion. She's ready to go. Uh, multiple Jillian Anderson. This is great. You know. Oh, wait, are, is this, are you Canadian? Is that the theme here? Okay. But okay. she has spent time in Montreal. Very, oh, okay. <laughs> wait, what, was it Montreal or was it? It was Quebec. Uh, Quebec City. Oh, that's even more French Canadian than Montreal. <laughs> wow. Um, awesome. We were so excited to have her. And then um, one more thing before we get into it with uh, Nikki here. Uh, I want to thank everyone who has been sending us emails. We love reading mm-hmm. them. And I want to read one response to our random question from episode 21 where we shared uh, who was our first feminist icon. So our listener Sharon wrote, uh, qu- quite poetic, mm-hmm. it was spring semester 1978 when my woman oh studies teacher <laughs> introduced herself by saying, I am a radical lesbian feminist. And everything suddenly made sense. 
Of course, I fell in love with the woman in charge of facilitating our weekly discussion groups. Coming out in Eugene, Oregon during Anita Bryan's Save Our Children campaign had its difficulties, namely frat boys knocking on our door asking us to sign petitions overturning our city's anti-discrimination ordinance. Hmm. But we also had moments of empowerment, such as when Gloria Steinem visited our campus and we rocked the pit, our university's basketball arena, and it was Gloria's magazine discovered in a high school magazine stack that sparked my realization that others were questioning the gendered power hierarchy, giving a small-town Midwestern girl hope, and for that, she will always be my feminist icon. That is a way better answer than the one that I probably gave. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I was like, Madonna. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and yeah, Sharon, that's a great choice. That's amazing. Uh, Gloria Steinem actually officiated the wedding of one of the members of Betty, the band who wrote the breathtaking theme song of uh, the L word. Breathtaking uh. because I want to die when I listen <laughs> to it. Um, but I'm sure they are all lovely mm-hmm. ladies, especially if they're friends with Gloria. And also our listener Sharon shared her awesome backstory, which includes having owned and operated a haunted house for 20 years. And that makes me feel like I missed my calling in life. I yeah. didn't know that was an option to run. <laughs> it's not too late. It's not too late. No one gives you they're, an option They're haunted forever, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think they do get more haunted over time. Right. Like, as real estate increases right. in value, so does the haunting within the real estate. Right. So. It's the one like investment that has no diminishing <laughs> returns. If anything, you attract more ghosts. <laughs> are, Guys, are, this place is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Are either of you into haunted houses? I, I've never, no. Actually, oh, like the ones that you pay for oh, and you go into? Absolutely yeah. not. You will never, ever see me go cool. into one of those fucking things. Same. I can't, no, there's no way. I don't even like, here's how, here's how much I hate being startled or <laughs> even yep. just slightly scared. The way my apartment is shaped when I'm in the kitchen um, and if I have the sink on, I'm doing dishes, I, I can't hear someone coming in like around the corner. Mm-hmm. So when my girlfriend's home, I tell her not to come in. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like looking around the corner all the time just to make sure she's not going to just come into the kitchen right. and scare the shit out of you me. You need like a courtesy text. Yeah, like I Let need, me know when you're coming I need home. you to like flick the hallway <laughs> lights or something. Like she'll, be, she'll be in the other right. room. Like right. she's just in the bedroom or something. And I'm just like terrified while I'm doing it. She's like, she's going to come around the right. corner and scare the shit out of me. And that's, and I can't handle it. Right. That, so no, I don't do haunted houses at all. <laughs> that's amazing. You've gone through so many like, Sets of plates. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like just, like, like, like goodness. <laughs> My pratfalls of like dropping things all over the kitchen. Yeah, that's yeah. it's the worst. Um, but I do, and I've never had any experience with like actual, you know. So, feeling or seeing like a ghost in the room, but my sister has multiple times and I, and I do kind of like, I get it. Like I, I don't disbelieve people when they say that they've experienced that. Yeah. It sounds awful. Yeah. I had a, my, my sister went through a phase with her oldest son who's now 10 when he was like two, he was saying some really creepy things about oh, a, kids are so a creepy. boy that oh. lived in his room kids with him. The and no. it's like, but it was his stories were very consistent. Oh, so that's God. like that was the weirdest part. Yeah. So I believe that like those things are out there. But as far as like just pain to go into a a place where people are going to scare me, I don't I don't no. see the value in that. Kids make me believe in things that normally I wouldn't believe, like mm-hmm. reincarnation or oh, ghosts, yeah. because they're so dumb yeah. that when they say something that's like very consistent, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah. it must be telling right. the truth. That's a weird thing to lie I think about. He did it's, drive trains in his past a, life. Yeah. He keeps talking about it. Yeah, well, I remember, you know, one of those daytime talk shows, they had a kid who was like drawing things from the Civil War when he was oh, like man. very young no, and spoke you. about the war Mm-mm. in great detail. No. No. no, he has like I, a story. Bible, like under his bed, and yeah. it's like, nah. Nikki's like, why didn't they put him up for adoption? Uh, and I it's was hard like, too late. Yeah. hard reset. He's only yeah. three. <laughs> well, yeah, things like that make yeah. me really like, Ugh. oh, okay. But yeah, I I volunteered once in a haunted house to to work in one, and it was the worst. For free. Ex- yeah, a volunteer. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Well, it counted as community service, and I was in high school, oh, and you okay. had to do so much, and. Uh, but I was like, this is going to be the best. I love scary things. I love haunted houses. It was the worst thing because uh, a lot of people who go to haunted houses don't like being scared. That does seem really? to be like a thing. A thing. Yeah. They'll and go like, anyway. What's wrong with you? And their reaction to getting spooked is physical violence. Uh-huh. 
So oh, I yeah, was, they'll punch you. Yes, I was punched Very, I mean, and I'm hit. Like, fight or flight. Yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. like, well, I paid, so I'm staying, but yeah. I'm going to ruin this place. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and we were supposed to be scary, so sometimes I'd just be, like, lurking and following somebody very closely, and they'd get so nasty to me. And I'm just this oh, teenage no. girl, like, oh, in a man. mask. And they'd be like, what's your problem? And I'm like, you are in a haunted house. Like, isn't this yeah. what you want? Yeah. And then another time um, during the, the shift, I had to be behind this wall that was actually a fake wall. And it was like black nylon. And you were supposed to like stick your hands out. So oh, it was like yeah. a living wall. And people would grab your hand through the nylon and just oh. like press as hard as they could. Yeah. Like there wasn't a human there. Right. <laughs> Feeling actual pain. Oh my god! Like what is um, it about this technology? Is amazing. <laughs> the special effects were yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Oh man. I stabbed every one of those hands <laughs> because I paid for real, it, and it looks like real blood. Yeah. <laughs> Still though, I think owning a haunted house. Oh no, that's cool. pretty cool, Sharon. Yeah. That's cool that she owns yeah. a haunted house or yeah. owned one. Yeah. That's amazing. She said that that letter be able to be like freely gay and weird. Oh, sure. Yeah, I believe that. That's good. <laughs> Speaking of haunted places, Catholicism Yay! and the Catholic hey, it's Church. It's the original haunted house it church is. every Sunday. I mean, it's full of statues of dead people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And sometimes real dead people. A lot of churches yeah. have uh, like dead priests and mm-hmm. stuff hanging around. And there's like sure. one old guy yeah. telling stories about them and then you're supposed to just believe. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, you can't question it. somebody wearing a collar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the rule. The ultimate authority symbol, this it's, little thing on right, my shirt. Right. It's the 11th commandment. <laughs> Thou shalt not question my fashion choices. <laughs> so, uh, Nikki, neither Sarah nor I went to Catholic school. I was raised Catholic, and cool. I knew a bunch of people who went to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. But tell us a little bit about your experience. What, why sure. did you go there? What? Great. It uh, wasn't my choice. Yeah. Um, I, Surprise. I was very much in public school for a bit. And then around like fourth grade, my parents were like, hey, um, we just, uh, my mom went to Catholic school growing up. She really liked the experience, probably because she didn't know any better. I think like she was like just full Catholic school. Yeah. Uh, my dad was very much public school and uh, mom always wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, my sister and I got transferred into the the local Catholic school, of which there were two in our town. We went to the closer one because it should at least be convenient. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that, like, started, like, I then stayed in Catholic school. Like, I, it was, uh, like, a K through 8, got mm-hmm. in at fourth grade, like, 18 people in my class. What part I, of the country was this? New Jersey, yeah. So, like, if you, I'm also Italian, so very, like, Italian Catholic. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I... I think it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like, no, you need to like lean hard into Catholicism yeah. at some yeah. point <laughs> so that I could like eject myself abruptly after like <laughs> high school graduation. I yeah. was like, cool, cool, cool. We've done this now. Yeah. Never again. Um, that, that is my argument. It's like you send people to Catholic school um, for them to like understand that it's like, oh, this is a little silly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for teaching me this every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll make a choice. Uh, and I chose to uh, stop going to church. Yeah. yeah. Um, was uh, this like you after you graduated high school, you decided to just stop? Going, I mean, or like, did you really have much of a choice in in high school? I started playing like the card where it's like, well, mom and dad, you're not supposed to practice falsely. And I mean, I go to school every day, so it's like in my life. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to go every Sunday or Saturday night? And they're like. All right fine, we'll pick you up and we'll go to dinner after church. It's like, <laughs> cool, I have so much statistics homework. To yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like, I then went to Rutgers, also mm-hmm. in New Jersey, could not get out of New Jersey, could get out of the church, could not get out of New Jersey <laughs> right. for the longest Baby time. Steps. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, I like it, which is, mm-hmm. I guess, controversial that New Jersey, the punchline of every state joke is it's kind of nice. Yeah, um, someone has to like it, right? And might the, as well be the people from there, right? Yeah. It's it's me. <laughs> some of it's green. Uh, it's cool. Um, uh, went to Rutgers, and I think like there was like a, a Catholic youth uh, organization, and I like went to one meeting, and I was like, cool, double confirmation, yeah. and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go play volleyball or something. <laughs> it's like I I have so much more time for activities now. Right. Uh, I can read things that aren't the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, go figure. 
Um, That's similar to what happened to me too when the year that I decided to lean really hard into Catholicism mm-hmm. and go on retreats and participate in the church's youth group. Right. Uh, I was like, oh, this is more messed up than I initially thought, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm out after years of going, and still, like, years of going, but never really buying into what they were teaching, but just thinking, like, it was good for me anyway, Mm -hmm. Uh, but then after being like, oh, a lot of people, like, really buy into this stuff and take it very literally, that's kind of crazy, I'm out. Bye. Totally. <laughs> is that like in the Catholic community or like at least in the churches? I know you haven't been a long time, but is that something that is more like people really leaning in hard in like amongst the older people? Like are younger people still getting really in on this and like being really, really Catholic? Or is it kind of one of those things that like fades with the generations? Right. If, or does it even feel that way? Like people that you went to school yeah, with. Yeah. Um, there were definitely like like clubs in like high school where it was like, a peer youth group um, where you then kind of like became like these liaisons uh, between like the more like religious leaders in the school and like just trying to like, I don't know, spread the good word like Mm -hmm. amongst the rest of the sophomores. Um, And it's like, there's a paper I got to write. Like I I don't have time to like So with kids it was more like, we just have other stuff going on. It's like another thing that's added on to what you're doing. So, I mean, there was like a, like a subset of people Mm -hmm. that were like super into it and that's great. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to shit on like everybody's experience. It's just like for me, Mm -hmm. not my, not my bread and butter. Like it's just (laughs) like, uh, it was hard to like go to school every day and it's like, cool. Uh, the thing I'm being taught is that like, I'm an abomination. Um, uh, cool. I'll come out in 10 years <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when I've like shed the shame. Yeah. So, so speaking of that, do you think Catholic school helped or hindered your journey to like realizing that? Um, it didn't hinder career? the realization. Okay. Like the realization came like 12, 13, mm-hmm. like yeah. where I was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is something I'm going to have to explore and deal with uh, I can't do that here yeah um or at least didn't feel like I could yeah um and yeah so just like was very um very like camouflaged for like most of uh my time in Catholic school uh, you're wearing a uniform so it's like you look like everybody else yeah. yeah it's like I've I've also like translated like it is really convenient to like have to wear a uniform every day and not, I was so not jealous think of about that. yeah yeah I, was, I think like, I think my life so would have been much different had I had we all worn the same thing to school yes. every day that's yes. a, that's a huge thing I think and I think it's benef- I mean I don't know I think I, it would have been beneficial for me well that they do it at a lot of charter schools now oh, okay. just give them some type of uniform just because then I mean yeah there's the argument about kids expressing their individuality mm-hmm. but for me it just added so much stress and pressure to every day for was sure. like how do I present myself what are kids mm-hmm. gonna think and mm-hmm. then also for people who who don't have as much money right um to have to be like obviously the poor kids because yeah. right. you know your clothes is your clothes aren't like, like the they're dated name brand and or whatever the, and yeah. not name brand yeah. and whatever oh and man it has like looney tunes on it yeah and uh <laughs> I mean, just when another I was in high thing school, to be made I, like, fun of chose to wear a pair of basketball shorts and a t-shirt every day. I really sort of telegraphed it to everyone in high school. Yeah. <laughs> what my future <laughs> held. Uh, but it, I remember like maybe before, like in middle school was like the hard, the really hard time where mm-hmm. it was like, you know, if I was in a very like firmly middle, possibly lower middle class, you know, family. And, and it was obvious amongst my friends who had, like, who had more money and blah, blah, blah. It's funny when kids think like other kids have money. It's like they don't have shit. Their parents have the money. Exactly. But it's. I think it would have been a a pressure valve to be released on me as a kid to to be compelled to wear the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I've always sort of been like, kind of on board with with the whole like Catholic Mm -hmm. school private school thing. Is like, yeah, I could see where that's that's probably okay. Right. It just like frees up like so much mental real estate. Like in the morning, like you're just like, cool. I have two skirts I can choose from. I guess I can get a little (laughs) wacky with the knee socks. Yeah, we're all Mark Zuckerberg wearing the same thing every day. Right. Exactly. Now we can change the world. It's like, and I do it now. It's like I wear jeans and like a gray sweater just because it's like that's what I like and Mm -hmm. it's easy. Um, But the the parts where you could like really express yourself were like your accessories. So Mm -hmm. it's like when I got to 
Catholic school in like the fourth grade, there was the popular girl who had like everything. And mm-hmm. she was like, you need like a Ralph Lauren purse. I was like, I don't even know what I'd put in it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, the pretty girl told me I had to do something, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Just like full I'm, dental dams. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll figure out how you work later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was uh, very much like that was where your like creative like expression mm-hmm. came from. It was like, cool, uh, I need new shoes. I, we don't have to wear saddle shoes this year. I'll get like black diesel shoes that will bankrupt my parents. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because I have to have them. Because I, yeah, the, isn't that uh, funny how those things yeah. work when you're a kid? Like the pretty girl in school has this, so I have to have this. Yes. Like the, the, yeah. that's the, the train of logic right. that we're on right well, now. Well, I was already like the new kid. I was yeah. like, I couldn't be like the, the slob. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I needed to like, uh, like, follow instructions. Right, right. <laughs> I needed to make myself useful to this new group of friends. It, this is how neurotic I was yeah. in middle school. It was like I would see what the cool girls were doing, but I was so afraid of them thinking I was a poser. Oh, yeah. Or that mm. I was copying them. Right. That I would just dress really bad. <laughs> oh, that like, was your strategy? <laughs> dress super plain. Yeah. And, You're like, all right, uh, they've monopolized taste, so right. how yeah. do I differentiate I I myself? <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I'm surprised amazing. I had as many friends as I did growing up because I was awkward for years. I only had years. I, I was I was firmly a nerd in junior high, and then somehow I got in with the popular girls in high school only because I was funny. Like that yeah. that is the only thing I had going for me. I was six feet tall, really overweight, and I was like just the boy uh, the boy the boys were out of the question they yeah. I was sure. not I didn't exist to them. Which yeah. in hindsight was great. It yeah. saved me a lot of, of stress, but. With, like, the girls, I got in with my sense of humor, and they kept me around, I think, because Mm -hmm. they were like, oh, she, like, I was a big clown. Yeah. Yeah. I was like a court jester following the princesses around. So it worked out, and I'm still good friends with a couple of them. Hey, (laughs) happy ending. Yeah. (laughs) That's another thing that I think is interesting about Catholic school is that they're usually... um, like all female or right. So I male. went to uh, a co-ed Catholic school. Oh, um, interesting. Right. The there are a, a few. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> interesting. You would say that. Um, uh, there were a few uh, all women's yeah. high schools that I looked at, and I remember thinking, one, I was like, this is kind of like too on the nose. I was like, <laughs> I can't, I don't think I can get away with being like, hey mom, I really want to go to like Mother Seton. It's yeah. like, why though? A volleyball? I don't know. But <laughs> they have a computer program, I think. Yeah, yeah um, like you had no, you had no ammo for that conversation. Right. Which, <laughs> it, it, which makes no sense for me to like defend against something where it was still Catholic school. Like I could have gotten like plenty of my friends yeah. went. Uh, I was just like, no, they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so I went co-ed, um, which I think worked out just because I was like, cool, like confirmation bias, definitely not into half of the class here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, again, could like camouflage myself pretty well. Yeah. I, I was just like so terrified of like anybody knowing anything about me. Yeah. yeah. I was like, nope, nope, uh, I'm normal. I have like super long hair and I uh, play all of the sports and I'm the overachiever who's like in all of like the AP classes. It's like, I can mm-hmm. hide it Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm doing all of these other things. It's like, and I think that is a consequence of like going to Catholic school. Had I gone to public school, I'm sure it would have been like, oh, cool. Everybody can just like be who they are. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went to a public school and I, and I, and I don't remember feeling that everyone could, I don't know. I mean, I, I also wasn't fully aware of sure. my like sexuality until I was about like 19 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely knew I wasn't interested in boys, but I didn't think of it like in a conscious way. It. it wasn't like, yeah. wow, I really don't, I don't, this, this is not for me. It was kind of the same way that like, I don't write with my right hand. I just don't use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I just don't need it. That's, it's not a thing. Um, but I don't know. I feel like public schools were, at least at that time, and I graduated high school in 2004, so I don't know how what our like age difference is, but it, it was still very much like a, like a very structured, like heteronormative, mm-hmm. you have to do this, you have to go through all these rituals. But I, I, I also kind of kept myself occupied and out of like the whole pressure to like date boys or do the normal girl things by keeping myself into activities. I think mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. leaned in pretty hard to yeah. like be involved the student council and all the other things and sports and blah, blah, blah. Cause it was just like, 
I can do these things and, and fit in with these, fit in socially in this way. And if I do more of that kind of stuff, maybe I won't have any time to pretend that I right. like boys that's, and want to date them. I think that's exactly like what my logic was. It's like, no, I couldn't possibly have a boyfriend. Look, I'm running three clubs. Yeah. 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 It's like, but yeah, now that you say, it's like I graduated in 2006. So it, was yeah. a much different like climate and I'm sure I'm coming from like a, a gra- the grass is always greener like mentality where it's like well I didn't have it in Catholic school I'm sure it was Nirvana in public school it's like no we were still in high school like yeah I, I don't know what I'm thinking <laughs> no it's it's I don't know I think somehow I think uh public schools were sort of like a anything goes kind of thing because it was public it was for everyone but I think a, well a lot of that was the fact that I'm from the Midwest that kind of changed okay. things a little bit so it felt like a sort of conservative, like there was not one person in my class who was like gay or questioning or anything. Well, it's so different too from school to school. Oh yeah. That sure. like I knew uh one school there were, there was a lesbian and she was cast as uh Jesus and Jesus Christ superstar. Mm-hmm. And wow. uh, you know, that was like an open thing that everybody knew. I mean it was controversial. Uh, definitely, mm-hmm. but it, it was controversial enough that I heard about it in another yeah, school right. district, and I was like, "Lesbian? Where? Yeah. Where?" It's like without that, cell phones, we heard about those casting things. sense. It's like Jesus was a carpenter. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah. very typecast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, and uh, yeah, at other schools, uh, just because I I dated women at different mm-hmm. schools in mind so that nobody at my school would know about it. And, and I didn't know any lesbians at my school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that people in other schools could be more open, but I couldn't imagine in my high school being out so much so that when there were rumors going around that I was a lesbian, nobody believed it. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I had friends that'd be like, Carolyn, there's this rumor going around <laughs> that you're dating a girl from Lancaster how does that even get started? And I'm like, oh, because I'm dating a girl from Lancaster. And they're like, you're so funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can tell the truth when you're funny. And people wouldn't, right. like, yeah. they don't get it. Like, oh, there she goes, one of her jokes again. It's like, right. oh, no, not really. It's like, no, I'm, I'm trying to tell you something, but, yeah. like, yeah. we're all laughing about it. Yeah. So that hurts. <laughs> yeah. My life's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, There's a, a rumor going around you're dating a girl from Lancaster is, like, I feel like Lancaster is the perfect name of a city to fit into that. It just seems like a city that's in every state. Yeah. There's right. always a Lancaster or like yeah. a right. Lancaster. Or like high. a Springfield. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For sure. And there, there were a lot of lesbians at Lancaster too. That was uh, something in the water there. Lescaster. <laughs> yeah, Lescaster. There we go. <laughs> Someone had to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone should like graffiti the yeah. uh, exit <laughs> sign on the highway. <laughs> How how big was your school? How many students were in your class, uh, roughly? In my high school class, I think we were like 220. Okay. So, so not like a tiny place by any means. But, not like but super not, tiny, but then I went to like a public university. and I was like, there are 35,000 people here? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to eat for months. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, the high school was, yeah, about mm-hmm. like 880, 900. Um, so everybody by- knew everybody. Were you taught by nuns? And if so, how gay were they? Okay, cool. Good questions. Um, Which of them were dating each other? Yeah. Uh, they were all so old that oh, like, yeah. it was not even worth like the, the mental gymnastics to be like, <laughs> oh, who, who could have? It's like, no. Yeah. just No, they're a hundred years right. old. It's like you're set in your ways. Like, I don't enjoy your life, mm. whatever it may be. Um, no, they uh, the principal was... A nun, um, but didn't wear a habit or anything. Mm. Uh, there was another one who was in the guidance counselor's like um, unit. There were like four or five, and you never had the same one, so that always felt weird. It's like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'll start over. That's uh, a good strategy. <laughs> I would like to go to college. <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, and then they hid one in the library. <laughs> Of course. Um, And uh, I think there were, like, maybe another one or two scattered as, um, like, psych um, teachers or religion teachers, which would make the most sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But not not too many. Okay. Um, There was definitely no, like, rulers across, like, hands or corporal Mm -hmm. punishment, which... My mom went to Catholic school and definitely had, like, the crazy nun experience. Yeah. Where they, like, slapped you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think my mom had that in school too, but she went to public school, but it was like 
just during the time but they where just hit kids, kids getting buried backhand disciplined. Kids were getting backhanded <laughs> yeah. by teachers yeah. and it was oh, fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's not in like the, the core curriculum anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when I was younger, I was fascinated by nuns and I uh, always thought that in life if I failed in whatever ambitions mm-hmm. I had. I could always become a nun. Interesting. And yeah. I, yeah, that was my plan B. And I told my mom about it. And I was like, you know, I, I think there's a chance one day I could be a nun. And she's like, but then you have to be with all those weird nuns. But <laughs> in my mind, I was like, this sounds like an awesome life, just living with these women. Right. This is before I knew I was gay. Right. Uh, living with all these women and like gardening and yeah. feeding the homeless and then teaching school. That sounds cool. And, like, get into yeah. bed at a decent hour. Yeah. Right. Waking up early. Yeah. Like, you don't have to like look for a new job yeah. ever. No, like, yeah. you're your set. job security is yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all your necessities are taken. It's like, right. it, yeah. I wonder if nuns know that we say that that, that like their calling is our fallback. <laughs> I guess I'll just be a nun. Like it's that easy. It's like no, I, this is my vocation. I felt yeah. very like strongly called for this. It's yeah, like, yeah. Ah, it just seems like a good option, right? <laughs> like wow. I, I wonder if they know that if we all fail at whatever we're gonna do, that we're just gonna be with them. Like that's. I wonder uh, if they'd be offended by that. No, they wouldn't, because the Catholic Church is desperate for more nuns oh, really? and more priests, because nobody wants to do that anymore. Right. The- that's yeah. another thing that I've always been curious about. Recruiting troubles. The, I was going to say, like, the mm. declining recruiting numbers has to be a real thing amongst clergy, nuns, whatever you call it. Like, the yeah. priests and... it's Because it's just priests and nuns, right? That's, right. that's the only yeah. two yeah. things. I yeah. don't know. I I know. Is I did it, not I'm go like to church like as a kid. I don't remember. know anything. Yeah. A, a deacon is a little bit different than a... A little bit. But I think, priest. like, you still kind of go through, like, the whole, like... It's, like, on the way to becoming a what's priest. What's the yeah. one where you can still, like, be married and have sex if you want? Is that... Anything below priest or because I don't know uh, a Eucharistic minister something like it's like a volunteer oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. just like a regular yeah like yeah a, the the people who uh, hand out the body of Christ at oh, church okay. you can okay. do that if you're just I've, my only experience with Catholic Church is this men going to like I've gone to like a fair share of Catholic weddings because I went to school in um, in Missouri and a lot of my friends are from Kansas City and Kansas City has a pretty big like Irish Catholic and Italian Catholic population so all my friends got married all my friends who never go to church uh-huh. got married in Catholic churches because oh, you're supposed to yeah, yeah. these like three hour wedding ceremonies yeah. which just was I could not imagine doing a full mass every week for my whole life right but a lot of people do um, but I've, I've I don't know I felt like my Catholic friends in the room always seemed to like kind of everyone just collectively like oh yeah you know it's a long thing but we gotta do it and I always remember thinking like why do you have to do it? Like, why is this? A, why do we have to do this kind of thing? It feels, it, but they, but the way that they they treat it now is they're just like, well, it's tradition, and this is what we do, yeah, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And You're it's like, not there's to no, question. yeah, there's no questioning, and I'm right. like, all I do is question, and I, I didn't know how to deal with that. <laughs> I was told in when religion, you're three hours yeah. long. You can just say no to that. Right. And that's like not a thing. I, I took not. religion <laughs> classes on the weekend and more than once was told to stop asking questions. Yeah. Well, I, in a classroom? Right. Yeah. That's healthy. I mean, uh, you are guided by the shepherd. We need to be sheep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, stop asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is how things change. We don't want change. <laughs> yeah. Change is something I imagine the Catholic community and the church, like the leadership is not like embracing very well. Right. Like it seems uh, yeah. like. Some uh, people are pushing for it. Pope Francis seems to be like the cool pope where yeah. he's like hey we should think about climate change and like how we've done this it's yeah. like yeah. yeah that guy yeah let him stay forever <laughs> so contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague ridden world that ours is not a loving god and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. At what point did you, like, f- did you kind of, like, formally come out to your, like, family and friends? Um, and- it was kind of like a, a trickle situation mm-hmm. where um, uh, it started in college uh, where I was like, okay, cool. Like I can maybe cut my hair. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That, that'll be interesting. And a lot of people ask questions, yeah. <laughs> um, but then I don't have to like start the conversation. Yeah. It's like, Hey, you've done something with your appearance. Mm-hmm. What's happening. Oh, I'm trying to make the insides match the outsides. Yeah. That's what's happening. Um, 
That's what uh, my cousin did. As the first clue was the haircutting yeah, in college. I yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It and was then, an easier conversation after that. Yeah. Um, so my sister knew some like really close friends, and then I saved the coming out to my parents until like after college. Mm-hmm. I like so just I. never talked about anybody I was dating, mm-hmm. uh, or I would try to find people that had like very. Not like I was going out. I'm like I can only date Sam's or Alex's because both those names work for both genders. It's like, <laughs> but like it was convenient when that happened. I was like, yeah. oh cool, I can use a name in this conversation. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, but it was it was actually like a really hey. dumb coming out. Like my sister had brought home her like uh, boyfriend. We were just like having dinner at like the dining room table. I went to bed and I like could not like fall asleep. I was like, oh my god. They're expecting me to eventually bring home somebody. Like, oh the, yeah, the the, pre- the pressure in my life has never come from my parents. I've just like manufactured that. Yeah, and I'm like, well, oh my god, I need to I need to do everything and perfectly because they're going to be disappointed. My parents are the chillest people. <laughs> like, yeah, I I self parented. It feels like, um, and I like was up until midnight, and finally I like came downstairs. They were in the kitchen, their natural habitat, uh, just watching TV and like snacking and doing whatever. Uh, And I was like, hey guys, um, you know how like uh, Chrissy brought home uh, Dan? Well, there's never going to be a Dan for me. Um, Just, you should know that. I'm not bringing home a Dan. And they're like, what are you trying to say right now? Right. I was like, oh, don't make me say it. No. Right. You're like, are you only into black men? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, would that be cool? Like, <laughs> we can take steps in this process. Um, and I was just like, I, I'm gay. And I was like, wow, that's, I didn't think I'd even be able to like say the word yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, and they were the, they were like, okay. Yeah, no, we like. They're like, well, you got that haircut. We figured, right? Or yeah. they were just like, we never really knew with you, but we yeah. figured you'd let us know when you knew. And yeah. I was like, well, if you knew, that would have been helpful information for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, that. So we didn't have to both come uh, into this like surprised. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mine yeah, was a little. Like, mine was pretty similar. It was yeah. pretty low pressure, and yeah. it was like I was putting way more pressure on myself, mm-hmm. and then like my yeah. mom was fine with it. Right. She obviously, obviously knew. Right. Right, because I, like, I mean, how do they not? Time. Like, yeah. they're your parents. My mom was pretty surprised. Oh, really? But she, she said, "I don't know. I, I thought you liked guys." I was like, "When have I had a serious boyfriend?" Right. And right. she's like, "You're so busy all the time." <laughs> so, so I'm telling you, it's the damn student, yeah. it's the student right. council effect. It is, right. Yeah, right. yeah. It's, yes. uh, I'm involved, don't so I don't you. get involved. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I had like two jobs and six after-school activities. Yeah, no, <laughs> my schedule is packed. There are no boys here. Yeah. I mm. never even, not in addition to literally never once having a boyfriend in my whole life, I never even mentioned that a male person was attractive. Like I never even was like, oh, he's cute. Oh, interesting. Never yeah. even Got said it. that. Like Got I it. would I never even said a single I've not uttered a single syllable to anyone that would make them meet the, make them think, oh, she likes boys. Right. I did go through a phase in um ah like eighth grade when all my friends were obsessed with NSYNC when they mm-hmm. first were like big. And sure. then so I put NSYNC posters on my wall too. Because you're really into I Lance. NSYNC. Yeah, right. yeah. Because like I really, <laughs> I mean, I still like will put on one of their albums every once in a while. But I just loved, I thought like the pageantry of this band mm. was so cool. And I yeah. thought Justin Timberlake was really cool. My opinion has shifted dramatically now. Um <laughs> You don't like someone who dresses like Buck Hunter? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you mean you haven't just been like playing that new album on a loop? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the best music he's ever put out. (laughs) Um, And so I had, so I had like some of the imagery in my room, I guess, Mm. for a little while, but I never, never like actually expressed any interest in a boy beyond mumbling, okay, when my friend Sean asked me to go to prom with him. (laughs) Got it. And I was like, ugh. That yeah, was the other yeah, thing like, that really sucked about it's like the <laughs> yeah. yeah is the like those rites of passage or like those those 
high school like heteronormative mm-hmm. milestones like prom oh homecoming. yeah is right. that do they have, they have things like that yeah. in catholic school yeah, right yeah. same we, thing we had prom, a prom yeah and was um, there pressure to have dates at those um, things or was that discouraged there's an extreme amount of pressure in public schools i can tell you that yeah, yeah no there the it was you're 16 17 like there yeah. of course there's pressure we've all seen movies like yeah. Yeah, like this is the, supposed to be the best night of your life which is like a crazy tagline for a prom night right oh like, god like yeah. the yeah. apex what? of your life right it's, it's like dance uh, you know what i'm gonna save the best night of my life for like later when I yeah. know what the fuck is going on. Um, <laughs> and I can my, drink. Yeah, right. It's like, or like get married or like have children. It's like, you know, things <laughs> or are like, like win an Emmy. I don't know. <laughs> right. Marry an Emmy. Yeah. Um, um, my junior prom, I was like really like scatterbrained and uh, like I asked like a friend of a friend who like I barely knew. I was like, I need to have a date. Mm-hmm. Like otherwise it'll look weird. Yeah. Like you need to be my date. And like he was, and then we never spoke again. And then my senior prom uh, date, I asked my friend, um, we were like all in the same classes together and we were like on aim. And I was like, Hey, um, I don't know like what your prom plans are, but do you want to go? He's like, Oh, I was just about to ask you. I was like, Oh my God. Thank Thank you. Yeah. Okay, cool. And he's like the nicest boy. And now we're both out. And I was yeah. like, oh, we felt safe uh, with great. each other. I was like, oh, cool. I'm glad I that worked out. That. I should have done that. I should have seeked out the gay who but I, 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 be the I gay didn't guy know. Like, yeah. He was like so unassuming, as I'm sure I was at the time. Yeah. Uh, but we were just like, I don't know. There's something about our energies where th- we'll have That's, fun. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. sometimes when, when, when adolescents like match up in that way, it's mm-hmm. like, I think those vibes obviously exist before we know about them and maybe you know he felt safe with you you felt safe with him right i do remember remember when on the like i think the two high school dances that i actually had like a date to i remember thinking oh thank god it wasn't like a oh yay now i'm excited it was like okay crisis averted yeah mm-hmm. i have this right. and i didn't even consciously under i wasn't trying to hide anything yeah i was just thinking oh I have to do this thing that all my right. friends are doing. Yeah. If I have a male person next to me, then I will fit in and I'll just avoid this awkwardness or something. Really, it just added more awkwardness. Of but, course. <laughs> but it was like, it was such a an obstacle. Like those, getting through those kind of events when you're like, when you're a gay kid or when you're just any, I don't know, mm-hmm. probably all kids. Oh, yeah. But like, it was, I remember just that really palpable sense of relief that like, Okay, ugh, I have a boy next to me. He's slightly taller than me. When and for a six foot right. tall, sixteen That's year old, that was yeah. A, yeah. a huge victory because yeah, yeah, yeah. my, my my pool was very small <laughs> of boys that you're, could stand next to me and be taller than me. Right, you're like it's this one or the gym teacher, and yeah. I know yeah. one is very <laughs> off limits. My right, friend, so. right. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I so yeah, it was like. These, you know, these two boys that went to dance with, with me, I'm sure, are now like, wow, ugh, when they <laughs> like look at Facebook, like, yeah, I had a feeling. Right. <laughs> she wasn't very enthusiastic. Right. But it was never a situation where, like, none of these boys ever tried to, like, kiss me or anything. There was never oh, anything yeah. romantic about it. It was very begrudging on both of our ends because yeah. I think that I'm positive that the boy that I went to my senior uh, homecoming with asked me because he had been turned down by, like, all of my friends. Yeah. Which was fine with me. I didn't. Sure. Like, I didn't give a shit at all. I was like, oh, I don't. Thank God. Like, yes, sure, I'll go with you. Like, we're both just trying to avoid not having a date to homecoming, and that's what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And then the boy that asked me to prom, I think, I think he kind of did the same. I knew he wanted to ask a, a girl who already had a date, and then he asked me, and we were both like, it was a, it was just awkwardness avoidance, which was really great. Yeah. Um, Still not sure that he's straight, but anyway, I that's yeah a like, separate podcast. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a podcast called. I'm pretty sure that guy I went to high school with is gay. Right. It's still it's still mm. in the in the beginning phases. Um, thinking about those high school rites of passage are so it's so it. I feel like the kids have it easier now in a way because I think like. No, because now you have to like jump out of an airplane to ask someone to yeah the proposals. Can you imagine if we had those? No, I'm so glad we avoided that. I would have I would have asked to be homeschooled. I'd be like, this is too much. (laughs) You wouldn't be a nun by now. Yeah, Yeah. I'd I'd be a nun. Honestly, I'm so glad that actually because we had two homecoming, um, fall and winter homecoming every year. But that's too many. There, I don't remember there being an expectation to have a date. I thought it was only prom where. If you didn't have a date, then you'd be the the weirdo without a date. And for me, senior prom, 
I had a girlfriend at the time from another school, but she wasn't out and oh. is married to a man now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, she definitely wasn't coming to prom with, no. <laughs> with sure. me either way, nor would I have been bold enough to take yeah. her. Uh, so I just went with a guy friend, but it was so weird having my girlfriend hang out with me both before and after prom right. and then have to spend prom. Uh, I went with my date, but then ended up dancing with this one gay guy who some mm-hmm. other girl brought. And I was just like, Great. I'm going to hang out and with again, this gay guy. And again, like energies. Yeah. 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 Right. You just find each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll dance with him because he's good at dancing right. and very non-threatening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gay guys are the star of the show at prom. I feel like oh, yeah. they're just like, oh, the, finally is my time to shine. Right. I can dance. Let their yeah. hair down. Yeah. yeah. It's... And they no can questions just go asked. with like their girl, like you know, like their friend or whatever. It's like I want to have fun. This yeah. is the best yeah. night of my life. Yeah. I want to yeah. have fun. <laughs> yeah, I was promised by every Jennifer Love Hewitt movie. This is the best right. night of my life. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, yeah. I had I had a, I have a couple gay male friends who who had this like a similar high school experience mm-hmm. where they were they went to every prom like every season yeah. everywhere because yeah. every girl would just bring them and it yeah. was and and they weren't even like. Out, they were just extremely non-threatening, fun dance guys right. who sure. who would totally be down to wear like a matching suit to whatever her dress was. Like it was yeah. always like a natural thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, an outfit change, absolutely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Are we thinking pink? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was like a natural place for gay men to flourish. Whereas gay girls were just like, oh god, right. this is going to be bad because none of my strengths will be on on the stage right. here. Right. It's so like it's going to look so awkward all my in, weaknesses. This, in this dress. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of gay men, I guess when I think of Catholic school, I, I do tend to think of all women's schools and the, the lesbians hiding mm-hmm. within. <laughs> hiding uh, in plain sight. But right. I, yeah, I, I guess right. I've never really thought about gay guys at Catholic school because yeah. I don't think about guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, um, as far as I know, there were a few. Yeah. Um, now, like in retrospect, and like, but none like, of them were out, out at the time. No, no, uh, or they weren't like <laughs> yeah. verbally out. It mm-hmm. was like, okay, cool. Yeah, this guy, I don't know what his deal is, but he's he knows who he is. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like he doesn't have to say it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were a, a few. But again, it was just like such a like don't don't talk about it. Yeah. Don't don't mm-hmm. just walk from your locker to your class and like don't make eye contact with anybody who might like ask you uh so like uh what are you doing this weekend nothing absolutely nothing i'm too busy i need to build a birdhouse i don't know it'll be i have all of the sports practices (laughs) it's like please don't please don't try to get to know me yeah um see this is very different than what i thought uh a catholic high school would be like because i always thought that in every catholic high school there's Two girls that are totally doing it because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're the only ones that know that the other one. I mean, it's possible that was happening, and I was like it. the third and excluded. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's what uh, I mean. Like it turns out, I think there were like three or four on my volleyball team, and I was like, "Come on, yeah, we were all just wearing spandex, and like right. nobody <laughs> wanted to talk about it." It's like, all right, <laughs> um, yeah. It's just I think it just being in that environment. You're like, this is a thing I don't think I can talk about. Because I yeah. also wondered if if you go to Catholic school and you're you're not a lesbian, but you go through your lug phase mm, yeah. earlier than everyone else. You go through it in Catholic school because you're just around all these. Yeah. I don't girls. know. I, I've I've often wondered that too. If if the lugs are in high school at that point, or is that more of is that strictly like a college thing? College phenomenon, yeah. Should we explain what lugs are to listeners who may not know? Oh yeah. Uh, lesbian <laughs> lesbian until graduation. <laughs> and that's what she's hoping you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what program you're in, but right. like it's been years. <laughs> what am I paying for? <laughs> Well, you know, oh, I, I mentioned yeah. that I, I had a girlfriend when I went to senior prom, and mm-hmm. I don't think she dated women after high school, but she had at least a couple of girlfriends while she was in high school, mm-hmm. and then I guess got it out of her system and then switched oh, over to, to men. Fine. Um, it's fluidity. Like, yeah. It's, I went yeah. through an experimental phase in college. I was like, all right, fine. I'll date men. Oh, I hate this. Okay. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. But I, I never, I never I didn't think that was that common, phase. but I thought maybe like in Catholic schools, that was more. Yeah. I think, no. I don't know. I think, I think that might be in our imagination. Yeah. Maybe it isn't. 
I think that uh, maybe in like an all girls school would be different. Yeah, yeah. I think I was that's very like, if influenced. It's, co-ed, it's like well, it's it's just like what we had, except they wore uniforms. Basically, have you seen the movie Election? No, but it was filmed in my high school. Oh, that's oh, right. We've talked about this before. Because yeah, I but said, I've not seen the movie, which is weird. You should, like, because as, like, you were on Aggressively, you're like, no. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I heard enough about I it, I won't right? give you the satisfaction. <laughs> a student council movie filmed at your high school, yeah. and you didn't watch it? I know. It's, I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'll, I'll, make it, I'll make it a project later in my, on my weekend, because it is really bizarre that I haven't seen it. I was in, I was in middle school when it was filming. It filmed in 1998, uh, I think. And I remember they changed the sign on the high school to be like something Carver High School or whatever it was. So the high school sign looked different for a few months. And my dad was a cop at the time and he talked about how they had to, like, of course it was big news in our town. Like they're filming a movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they had to escort Reese Witherspoon to, to, you know, from wherever she was staying to the school every day. And she wasn't she even, this is like one of there? her favorite. Yeah. She, I think, yeah. Like <laughs> that's she, mean to really <laughs> knock she, her for the low point in her life. I really like Reese Witherspoon. I mean, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, but this <laughs> Good was like, disclaimer. she was like 20 years old. It's like her second movie. I think she wasn't yeah. even like a big star at the time, yeah. but it, for our town, she, it, she might uh-huh. as well have been like the queen of England. Like she was the biggest news. Oh Yeah. Well, sure. Um, She's uh, an actress, and yeah, you like, recognize her name and face. Like, yeah. Filming something like for people to see like camera crews is just like blows everyone right, away. Whereas right. here, you're just like fuck. Like it's, you're it's in, right my in front way. of my apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, um, it's my favorite role of hers, and one of the subplots in the movie is so she's writing for student council uh-huh. president, and then uh, Chris Klein, I think, is the actor's mm-hmm. name. Uh, he is an Omaha right? native, which I believe had something to do with him being in the okay. movie. So in it, his younger sister really wants to go to this all-girls Catholic school, and she like is lobbying to go there. <laughs> and then once she's there, she, she's just like a lesbian, just like oh, really? making out with her girlfriend on the weekend. And oh, I should yeah. see this. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. that's what sold you, right? No, like, I don't care that it was in my high school. I don't care that actually there's a lesbian I know her in this C movie. story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched it with my mom, and There's I was a five like, second yeah. glimpse yeah. of any sort of lesbian right. plotline. I was like, oh, if I ask to go to Catholic school now, she'll be really suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> that movie really blew it for all of us. Yeah, in the late '90s, early 2000s. Right. Um, yeah, I guess I'll watch the movie. I can be, I can be talked into watching anything if there's even a small like lesbian subplot thing going of on. Sure. Um, I did watch Battle of the Sexes last night. I forgot to tell you that. Oh. It was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I liked it. I They definitely glossed over um, all of the, like, I don't know, like all of the, the stuff that Billie Jean King, like, dealt with as far as her sexuality and everything. But I guess really? that wasn't really about, that's not really what the movie was about. I know that her sexuality seemed to be sort of a B story in the movie. It yeah. felt like that to right. me. Okay. But right. I then I caught up on, like, all, like the 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 you know her whole thing with Marilyn and the palimony thing and all the like yeah the way she got like dragged out of the closet basically yeah. by mm-hmm. this woman or not really so much by her but just by the situation and the lawsuit and everything and lost her sponsors and, yeah, yeah and like all that was I mean I don't know I thought I, I thought it was a great movie and now I'm like not sold on Emma Stone as a straight woman I'm like oh why can't she just be gay in real life she's like so hot with this girl <laughs> right. I don't know. she's like, like good perfect. at it yeah, yeah. she was really yeah. good it's at like, it I'm not sure you're acting she did well Maybe? in this I don't yeah. know wishful like, thinking hmm. as always yeah always um, well, I don't know sometimes yeah. I feel like there are actresses who play gay parts and then they come out as bisexual yeah maybe afterwards. I'm really holding out because I was like I was all in on Emma Stone right. being gay yeah. after this. Right. I was convinced. I was like, can I give her an Oscar? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> also, I loved that, like, the 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 sexy, like, sensual scene is, like, her getting her hair cut. And I was like, this, like, is working on, like, so many, like, lesbian oh, levels. It <laughs> it's like, you always was... find out you're gay when you're getting a haircut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, like, really, I, I thought that, yeah, like, the scenes... All the scenes that she had with the actress who played Marilyn were really were amazing, and and my wishful thinking meter just like shot through the roof sure. with this. And I was like, oh, I really right. like this for her. And it looks yeah. like she's good at tennis. It's like so. Yeah, it was a whole shared activity. She's like, already kind of like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's halfway it's there. Built I mean, in, yeah. yeah. Her arms are super toned. Right. I mean, so mm. one last thing I do want to ask about in terms of Catholic schools and the the homophobia. Sure. Uh, I was reading that this Catholic school teacher in Miami recently lost her job after seven years of teaching because mm-hmm. she got married to her partner and Great. they let her go. And in Florida, you can let people go for being gay. Um, and, and this is a story that we've heard many times sure. throughout the country. But are, 
do you know of any stories where people get fired for other sins, I guess, that they've been oh. committed? Or is it like harder to, to prove? But like if you, yeah, um, if you fire a, a teacher for being married to a woman, can you fire a teacher for being on birth control? Can you, mm, is that something they do? Or is question. the homophobia so yeah. over, like in my church, the homophobia wasn't actually that bad. Right. Like they were pretty chill about right. gay people for the most part, or as chill as was- you can be for cat. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like as chill as you can be. That's like a good like qualifier. Um, No, I don't think there was like this like uh, blanket of like palpable homophobia. It was just like a very much like great. Like we're going to keep going over that. Like uh, it's a sin and uh, it's best that you don't practice it. You can have those thoughts. Just don't do anything about it. Yeah. Like like, you were made from Adam's rib for a reason. Right. It's like, (laughs) cool. Well, now that I'm trapped in like this mental reality of like, well, okay, cool. I'm alone with my thoughts. I just can't ever do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, I'm going to be in therapy forever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because confession doesn't work. Right. (laughs) It's like, I can tell you and you're going to tell me to pray. It's like, so. See, I I really like confession because before you're old enough that you would go, I guess kids go to therapy too, but I, mm-hmm. I'd never been to therapy. I'd only been to confession and mm-hmm. it was a very therapy-like experience. So all these things that I would never talk to my parents about, yes. I would feel very comfortable telling this priest about it and having this discussion about like, why am I learning about witchcraft? What's this about? Tell me. <laughs> It's like, well, because you're a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. Religion is a kind of witchcraft, and it's like we all have spells, and we just hope things clear up. Um, No, I would also go to confession, and it would, I'd get so chatty. Yeah. And I'd be like, and then I did this, and he's like, that's not a sin. Oh, and then this happened. That's also not a sin. That's just, you're, just don't curse. Like, just don't do that. Yeah. I'm like, well, how is it not a sin? I get yelled at for it all the time. It's like, well, it's just vulgar. Your parents have a preference for, like, <laughs> the language you use. And I was like, okay, cool. And uh, I would talk about everything except, like, the the big thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was like, well, he's going to tell God or something. Like, I yeah. don't know how they communicate. I uh, think this, they're texting. Right. It's like, I'm going to go on a list somewhere. Yeah. Or like, I, uh, I don't know. They're still human beings, so it's like they can talk amongst themselves. Yeah, talk yeah. amongst talk <laughs> amongst themselves. It's like I don't need everybody to know and like blow my cover. Yeah, so it's like this this one thing I know is a sin. I I, I shan't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I told a priest. I told this on podcast before, but very quick, and he said that uh, it's like that being gay is like if you really loved eating tomatoes, but you're allergic to tomatoes. So just don't eat the tomato, but it's okay that you like it. And that was his, wow. <laughs> that was his little pep talk for me. I bet he thought that was a super impressive analogy. Right. Like, oh, I really nailed it with the tomato thing. Right. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Right. It's I mean, like, it made sense to me, but I just left being like, okay, I'm going to go eat tomatoes now. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, I'm not no allergic. Taken. So yeah. I'll, I'll grab an EpiPen and a yeah. flag. Yeah. Just be damned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait for the allergic reaction right. before I yeah. believe you that I'm actually allergic to these tomatoes. Uh, that's amazing. So Uh-oh. we like to end our shows with a random question. And this week it's, who is the male celebrity that you can't believe straight women love? Oh, God. Or that, like, that they're into. That you're always like, why? Um, there's so many. I... I think I I really think that uh, I don't find Jude Law to be very attractive. And oh. A lot of straight women really are mm. like pretty hard into him. Although even without his hair now, yeah, no, even now yeah. I just I don't I don't I don't get his whole status as a sex symbol. Yeah. this list is actually pretty long for me. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I see a lot of it. And I'm like I don't see it. I yeah. don't see why everyone freaks out over this. I don't guy. get Channing Tatum. Oh, I don't get him either. I've never yeah. saw Magic Mike, but he looks so goofy. He looks like Shrek to me. He looks like, yeah, he's very You should goofball. see Magic he Mike, though. Like Will that change that me? I think so. Yeah. I was, like, very ambivalent. I was like, okay, cool. He can dance, maybe. It seems like he does, like, the same six moves over and over uh-huh. again. Yeah. But then I saw that, and I was like, okay. He just looks like All he right. was generated out of a video again. game. Like, someone <laughs> just made him, and then, like, a he's bit. a sentient person yeah. now. I don't know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's one I don't really quite get. And then Hugh Grant. Oh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Ugh. Grant looks like an old lesbian to me. He, <laughs> so I don't get why he is, women are into He is aging into a lesbian. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. He's definitely, right. if he put on a pair of reading glasses, a pair I of spectacles. I think Matthew Broderick right. is aging into a lesbian, too, on the election theme. I just I thought of him when you talked about that movie, what? and I was like, he looks like an old lesbian now. Really? I think you he think does. So? Google him, yeah. 
Yeah, you just, I don't know, he's got yeah, the glasses, a little short hair. Yeah, see? That makes sense. Maybe it's the sweaters. <laughs> yeah. And you can always find him at like a farmer's market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just always around. <laughs> Nikki, who uh, do you think? I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't understand like the Mark Ruffalo like pandemonium. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know. I kind of see I just it. don't get it. Like, yeah. Uh, if we went the opposite way, I completely understand Idris Elba. Like that is like oh yes. I get my it. guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I definitely get every him. time he's in a thing I'm like okay cool yeah I think I need a boyfriend yeah <laughs> I don't I, why I get like, John Ham I think John Ham is just so hunky uh, I don't uh, I think I he's, think he's very hunky and funny he looks mm. like I don't know I just think he I have okay so in bridesmaids in the scene where they're like in bed together <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he looks like he has bad breath. And I've thought that since I was like, oh, I bet his breath stinks. I don't know why I thought That's that. That's like amazing synesthesia when, where you're yeah, like, like, he looks like he smells I'm, bad. Like, I'm like, uh, yeah, like I remember yeah. thinking in that scene, I'm positive his breath smells. And now every time I see a photo of him, I just think like, oh, he's gross. And it's, it's completely made up. Right. It's like, it's in my own head that I think John right. Hamm has bad breath. It's like waking up from a dream and you're like, I hate that person now. <laughs> it's like, they said two bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you when you brought up Mark Ruffalo, I was thinking in the kids are all right. There's a scene where she's basically like, "You have bo," and mm-hmm. then since then, I just imagine that Mark Ruffalo actually has insane bo all the time. He seems like the kind and of guy I can't who separate him yeah. from that. Right? He seems He's like he would like boycott like deodorant, deodorant. because yeah. of the chemicals or something. Absolutely. Yeah, that was like the most believable thing about that movie was that like, yeah, I bet I bet Mark Ruffalo is. He went method stinky. for it. Oh, yeah. That's so great. Uh, I'm going to think about this in. more and update you on the next episode about male celebrities who women are just like unbelievably like here for that I just don't see. There's yeah. a, I don't know. I think I think a lot straight women think that Benedict Cumberbatch is hot. Is yeah, that a thing? I think so. They're yeah. really into him. He's and that his face I don't is see. So geometric. It's, it's startling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's very talented. I, yeah. I'll watch like yeah. any of like the videos he does of just like impressions. It's yeah. like, but like, I'll listen. Like, uh, it's hard to watch. Who's the guy that plays uh, Chris Evans? The guy that plays Captain America. Mm-hmm. Don't see it for him either. He's I, too like. Huh. He's just. He's so plain. I don't know. He just seems so like plain Jane. Like I look at him, like that's not even an attractive guy at all. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure every straight woman's like, you you are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you are factually wrong. He's hot. <laughs> I think he's man pretty. I yeah, he's like pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, get, I don't know. Whatever. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's fair to say we're not the authorities. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. like, we have eyes, but like, no. Like, Chris Evans' agent's not yeah. going to call and be like, listen, there's some people on a podcast saying that you're not hot. Yeah. Right? And we got to do something about it. It's like, oh, what makes it worse is they're all gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so. There's some You're gay really women not who, swaying anybody. Three gay women don't yeah. think you're hot. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not a celebrity, but I, I also don't get straight women being in firefighters. Oh, yeah. That's a thing too. What, like, oh, yeah, yeah. The I'm firefighter. Like, I'm like, um, almost every firefighter I've ever seen is like a 50 year old man with a mustache and a beer belly, right? Just normal looking, kind of racist. Know, everyone, yeah, kind of <laughs> racist. Like everyone's dad looks like a firefighter. Yeah, right. There are like two or three attractive ones, and they only are firefighters for like the calendar. Yeah, it's like. No, keep them out of the fire. We need them for 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have we a need shoot them for next recruiting week. purposes yeah, yeah. so that these guys think that women are going to be all over them. Right. Yeah, there, there's this women in comedy group that I'm in online, and once a girl is like, I'm dating a firefighter. And I'm like, the image that comes to my mind is just like this dumpy guy that has like dirty fingernails. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like Frank, who like doesn't even talk to his wife anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you want that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Nikki, where can people find your comedy? Uh, great question. Um, I write uh, for a UCB mod team, Arch Nemesis. We have a monthly show every third Monday of the month. We've got one coming up. Uh, we wrote a Black Mirror theme show, so that's Ooh. cool. Uh, so if you're terrified by tech like we all are, <laughs> come check it out because it can get weird. I actually um, want to see that. Yeah, great. This, yeah. Is, this is the only reason it's I agreed to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just to promo one show. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I perform with my friend Gwenna Forge and Thrift uh, on Queer Ball every so often. Yeah, she, she was talk, our guest last week. She talked to you about the L word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she had a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> I usually get those G chats. So I'm glad she got to dump it, uh, dump it out. After we recorded that, I had like nine follow-up emails I wanted to send of things I forgot to talk about. Oh, my God. But I was like, no, um, I'll just I've, I've begun time. my campaign to get my girlfriend to watch the series over again with me. And last yeah. night, 
I told her that I was like, well, the sex scenes in the L word are like pretty hot. And then I was like, wait, were they? And we looked up, we made the mistake of looking up YouTube. Like, cause if you look up an L word sex scene on YouTube, you're going to get one of those fan created mashups. Crossfade we were, with yeah, weird music. We were watching, uh, one of the Bet and Tina ones, which was good, but then whoever made this video put in the song crash by Dave Matthews. No. Band. And I was like, I can't think of a less sexy, like way to really dump God. a bucket of water on oh any excitement God. I just had right now. Like, you've got your ball. You, it was like the worst. It's almost like, like a, what kind of a psych experiment. Is this? Yeah, it's yeah. Like we're going to yeah. build you up to knock it right down. <laughs> oh God. YouTube videos of L word scenes are God awful. Yeah. We'll just have so to watch bad. the whole thing yeah. again, but whatever. But uh, are you on Twitter? Yes, uh, Nikki Pal with three L's because everything else was taken. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Happy to be here. Uh, You can follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Our handle is Diking Out on Everything. Uh, Rate and review us on iTunes. Keep sending those emails, uh, especially if you want advice on something. I haven't mentioned it before, but I love giving advice because I'm very opinionated and I. I always think I'm right. So yes. send questions. That's helpful. And we will answer You believe them. what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, Doesn't everyone always think yeah. they're right? Yeah. Like, why would, oh, I don't know. I, I pretty much never believe what I'm saying. Right. Like, uh, who's ever said I just that? start talking and I'm surprised by what <laughs> comes out. I just love giving advice. It is, I, it is kind of I fun. think I'm so good at it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I don't give it enough for how much all I... All right, well, people, yeah. you, you yeah. got to write in questions. Yeah. All right. Uh, and as always, thank you for listening, and we hope you dike out with us next week. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.